Welcome to Private Club Radio, your weekly source for industry education, news and discussion. Broadcasting from Tampa, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, here is your host, Gabriel Aloisi. Okay, back at it here another Monday morning and I'm excited to be here with you. Today's guest is a returning guest and a great one, Rick Coffey, now of One Club Net. He's going to be sharing five of his top sales tips. So for all of you membership and marketing directors, folks who are sitting on your membership committee and general managers who are tasked with membership, you're going to love this episode. His tips are spot on and we have a great discussion. You'll also learn about One Club Net, which is a very exciting platform that I think you should be aware of. Rick will spill all the details here in that interview. Now, I want to let you folks know that I'm continuing on this social media masterclass series. For folks who are on the first one, they got a real treat. I was sharing all my tips, secrets, and best practices on how to dominate on social media. I'm going to take you behind the scenes, open up the veil, if you will, pull back the curtain and show you how I start bringing leads to private clubs all around the country without discounts, without gimmicks, without lowering the brand value of a club. Leads start flowing. In fact, last night I was sitting in bed watching television with my wife, watching a little HBO Sunday night action and couldn't stop just checking my email because we're running four or five campaigns right now. And every five minutes I was checking and every five minutes there was a new lead popping in from one of those campaigns. And it's super exciting to see and to experience. So if you're a club looking for members and maybe you're not having the type of success you'd like, or you want more success, or you haven't really fully used social media, you need to be on the next social media masterclass. I limit these to 25 people, 25 individuals get to join me. It fills up really quickly. So for instance, I announced it on Friday. We have 25 spots available. And now on Monday morning, I think we're down to about four spots available. So it happens very quickly. So make sure you get signed up as quickly as possible. That way I can get you on one of these. If you're not the person responsible for social media at your club, probably best idea to get your membership director on there or someone from your membership committee. You'll see how this can really be a game changer for your private club. Now, you probably think this is a paid training session, but it is not. It's 100% free. It's complimentary. If you want to register, simply go to aloisi.com, my last name, A-L-U-I-S-Y.com slash social, aloisi.com slash social. Get registered, and I hope to see you on one of these trainings very, very soon. All right, without further ado, we're going to bring on today's featured guest. My next guest is a longtime both listener, guest. He's been a guest host. You've heard him a lot here on Private Club Radio. It's Rick Coffey. He's now the vice president of club partnerships, and he's a stakeholder at Mobicom. And the division that he is really leading up is called One Club Net. Rick, welcome to the show, man. Gabe, glad to be back. This is like a reunion between you and I, man. How you been? Oh, man. Well, I've been better. <laughs> As a lot of <laughs> listeners know, I broke the leg and I'm still recovering from that. But um, it's nice to be speaking to you. Have a friendly voice well, on the thanks. other other end. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, I miss this a lot. So we got to get the inbox going again here soon when you're recovering. And uh, yeah, a lot going on. Glad to have you back in the States, though. 
Yeah. Well, first off, I you made this uh, switch. A lot of people probably yeah. saw online that you were working with One Club Net. I just love for folks to learn a little bit more about One Club Net and find out how they can get involved. Well, thanks. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty quick transition, but I I'm really excited about One Club Net. It's really a revolutionary idea in the private club industry. Basically, what we're doing is it's a member and member engagement and retention solution. And what we're trying to do is bring in brands, luxury and premium brands, along with corporations into the, the ecosystem of, a, of private clubs, because those are kind of things that all should mix together. And so we have a platform on One Club Net app that brings together clubs, their members, along with brands and corporations to sort of leverage everything together to give members really nice experiences at their clubs through their events. Uh, so it's, a, it's really unique. And uh, once I get time to demo with a, a club when they learn about what we're trying to do they really get excited and it's taken off very well so uh pretty pretty excited about what we're doing so the way i understand is you're bringing in some of the top brands might be car companies yeah. or luxury watches or things like that you're bringing them and kind of doing co-branded events with the clubs themselves is that is that a good understanding yeah, of it that's probably one of the most immediate impacts that we have with a club is we have written partnerships with over 60 premium and luxury brands that really nobody else has ever had before. Thankfully, one of our stakeholders uh, had these connections with, with a lot of the luxury brands around the world. And so we try to just talk to our, our club clients, find out a couple of events on their calendar that they think could could take some injection of life into it. And so we partner with brands, like you said, to really take a, an event to the next level. And uh, those brands really want to get in front of private club members because that's a great demographic for them. And so it doesn't really cost the club anything to bring these brands in. We connect the dots. We, we uh, listen to what the, the clubs need and we find the right brands for them. And it's really been exciting. So yeah, that's, that's the piece right now. As we continue to grow our ecosystem or our network of clubs, things like access to other clubs and being able to have your members go in on their travels and find uh, clubs that are on our, our platform and have access to those clubs is something that's going to be the long-term growth of, of the company. But right now it is the events. Nice. So yeah, it's like a network of clubs, kind of a reciprocal Correct. type thing where, where members of one club can visit some of the other finer clubs in the world. So I love the idea. I want to come back to it, but I also want to talk to you about this new series that you're putting out online. So <laughs> I saw on LinkedIn, you kind of teased it really well that you'd, you'd start doing these tips, every tip, for, uh, one tip a day for 30 days on uh, membership sales. And I was really excited about it personally because I had just broken my leg. The doctor said I have 30 days until I can even put weight on my leg and start walking again. So I've actually been using it as a countdown. It's like my little countdown to when I can walk. Uh, so every day on LinkedIn, you're posting one of these tips. I think they're really fantastic. I'd love to take people through uh, about five or six of them, if it's okay with you, um, and, and really talk about t- take a little bit of a deeper dive on what these tips are because they're beautiful, beautiful tips. Um, yeah, and I want to say I want to say it almost was like I took this from you with Private Club Radio, how you every Monday, you know, are always there for us, and I wanted to do the same thing. That's why I did the thirty days for. Uh, you know, 30 and 30 days here. And it's, it's been, you know, a little bit tough on a Saturday or Sunday, you know, you're not going to have as many views out there, but man, the response has just been wonderful. And the, the conversations coming off of this have been just astounding. So uh, yeah, let's, let's walk through a few. Awesome. Um, the first tip that you gave was don't take it personally. So what do you mean by that, Rick? 
Yeah, this one, I think, just overarches not only the private club industry, but sales in general. This is why so many people just can't really get into sales, because even even if you have the best product, and let's just say Disney, I go to Disney all the time, Disney isn't for everybody. And, and so for their divisions, maybe Disney Vacation Club, those salespeople are still going to hear no more than they hear yes. And just as people in general, we don't like to be turned down. And when we put our hearts into something like being a salesperson for a certain product or service, we sort of get invested in that so much that if somebody tells us no, we almost take it personally as why did this person not want to say yes to me? And what I was trying to say by this is you don't know what's really going on in each individual person who comes into your club in, in their life. They could be going something through something good. They could be going through something bad. And it's not going to ever really come down to a personal level of how well you did uh, you know, your job. And so it's not going to come down to if they like you or not. It's going to come down to if the club's a good fit, have you given them the right descriptions on what you're showcasing at the club, what the benefits are there. And it's going to come down to an informed decision like that. So I just wanted to basically try to help maybe just a larger scope of salespeople to say, you know, just do your job, be an expert at it, know what, what you're selling and try to convey that properly, and the decision's going to fall yes or no on that. And if it is a no, move on with your day and, and try to be more efficient in that aspect. Yeah, love that advice. And it's it, you're right, it's just it's hard. Naturally, I think we want to take those types of things personally, but it's really not about that. It's If you think yeah. about it as, I think you that's know, what so many people just don't get into sales. They may try it, but there's so much turnover in sales because of, I think this is probably one of the biggest things is, it's just a grind. You hear no way more than you hear yes, and, and just people just get burnt out with it. Yeah. But the more that you can realize that it's a process and that the person is, is trying to put together value in their head based on their own conditions, when you think of it more in that aspect, I think it's a little bit better to, a little bit easier to swallow. And you can have fun with it. I actually had a friend and his goal was to get 10 no's a day. <laughs> and so, you know, that he, he would almost make it into a game where he wanted to hear no at least 10 times a day. And once he did that, he knew he had done his work for the day. So uh, then, of course, when yeah. the yeses, yeses came, <laughs> obviously, it was the first one was a shock to the system, but he had a lot of fun doing it that way, too. Well, I think I'll, I think I'll be foreshadowing one of my next, uh, as we sit on this talk, I, I'm about to post number 18. So I still got quite a few to go. And one of them is going to be what you just talked about. I think what you just mentioned there is that person at least trying to get an answer. As mm-hmm. salespeople, a lot of times we, we, we want to hear the yes. And so we might try to just sort of skirt around the person ever telling us no, but really as salespeople, we should want to just get an answer, yes or no, so that we can move on and continue churning through our pipeline. So mm-hmm. that's a good, good thought that you brought up. And I think you'll probably see that in the next uh, 17 days. That's awesome, Rick. Well, we're going to pause here very quickly for a short message. Want to learn Gabe's secrets for social media success? He's sharing his best tips and little-known hacks to develop and close more membership prospects online. And best of all, it's 100% free for private club radio listeners. To join him on the next social media masterclass, sign up at privateclubradio.com social. Okay, Rick. Um, your next tip on day 29 was never delete a prospect. So tell us a little bit about that, yeah. Rick. Well, this happened. Uh, so when you're dealing with somebody, you're, you're, every time a prospect comes in, I, I'm really big on trying to learn as much I can about that person. And so 
whatever system you have of keeping track of information about a prospect, whether you're using an Excel file or a CRM or a Word document, as you're working with them, you should be putting in notes about the person. What did they say they like? Where are they from? How long does it take them to get there? Do they have kids? And that's valuable information that you're collecting. And again, not everybody's going to say yes right now. And so typically, again, if somebody were to say no, if you are getting upset, often what times can come from that is you take that person out of your sales database. Well, in my seven years as working as a, as a membership director, 22 people came back to me after being a no, but I kept them in my database. I kept their notes there. And when they did come back, and it could have been they got a better job, they might have moved closer to my club. When they came back to me, I was able to quickly look and see about the person. Say, oh, yeah, Mr. Jones, I remember you talking to me last year, you know, how the kid's doing. Um, and then I was able to, to really jump back into the conversation with them. And I think a lot of prospects actually took it as uh, a nice feature that I took the time to keep them in there, keep notes about them. And so when they came back, it, it separated me a little bit, I think, from the competition. So I just, again, as far as if you're going to be in sales for a long time and you want to do really well at the club, keep all those prospects in there, keep that information tidy, and you never know what's going to happen. Yep. Love that one as well. The right. next tip on the list was to spend less time behind the desk and more time in front of your members. So why is that so important? Yeah. This one got the most views uh, out of everything so far, and, and I'm glad to see that because, again, a lot of us when we were at the clubs, we really get sort of bogged down into our jobs. Unfortunately, at a lot of our clubs, you're getting more and more responsibilities put on your back. And so when you get later in the month and you, you know those quotas are out there of, man, I'm supposed to get four more members this month, all of a sudden you find yourself just sitting in that office for six, seven hours a day just grinding through a list. And what I'm saying is your job as a membership sales director at a private club isn't just to be reaching out to the prospects in your database. You have those members in front of you can really give you the most quality lead that you can have through a member referral. And so I think it was very important to be very visible at the clubs that I was at. And so what I tried to recommend in this tip is to spend basically about equal amount of times in your day prospecting in your office, but then also getting out in front of the members, maybe walking through the lunchtime area, see how everybody's doing, maybe walk around to the first tee, 10th tee, whatever it might be. Just being out in the club, talking to members about how they're doing, because as more, the more that a member gets to see you at the club, they start to learn who you are, you're, you know, how do you do your job, and maybe they see how you're dealing with other member referrals. And and the more that they can get to know you, oftentimes that means they're going to give you their member referrals when, when that person is available. And so I'm just thinking for yourself, it's going to be better to, to do things in moderation, maybe prospect for an hour, then go out and, and see some of the members for an hour, come back, maybe do it that way, or just split up your day. I think it's going to help you just from a, a confidence level, from a relaxation level, but also the members are going to know who you are and you're probably going to see your member referrals increase, which are always going to be your hottest leads. Yeah. And I'll add to that. I think the other, the other benefit of getting out in front and seeing the members is you start to see their uh, likes, their dislikes, their pain points mm -hmm. and all those things. And I think that becomes a really effective in terms of how you, you start to, to learn what's most important to them, which is probably the same things that are most important to your prospects too. So I think that's, there's a lot to be had once you get outside the office for sure. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, one. What I liked about this, a lot of the comments and a lot of the views on this one came from general managers, which I appreciate because I think they see 
at the club that the, the salesperson might be spending a little bit too much time in, in their office as well grinding. So it was nice to see that the, the top leadership at the clubs agree with this, that uh, they see value in their salesperson being out and about uh, with the members and not just at their desk grinding. Because again, you can only just go through a database so much. I mean, there needs to be relevant follow-ups. You can't just sit there and call somebody over and over again. So it all makes sense. And I'm glad to see this was a, a very popular post. Awesome. Yeah. The other one that I really loved, your next one is called Have a Plan. Tell us what you mean by that, Rick. Yeah, again, I think this just comes down to how, how much are you going to put into in, into your sales job here? A lot of us, I think, if we're just tinkering with sales or we, we don't think this is going to be a career, you almost just go into work every day and just sort of see what happens. You know, is, is the phone light blinking? Did I get a, hopefully a couple member referrals or a prospect calling me? Did, did I get some emails coming in from the, the website form? And you just sort of plan your day from that. What I'm thinking what you should do is just sort of have a plan all around and, and breaking up uh, your day as far as, okay, I'm, I'm going to check emails, certainly going to do that. I'm going to check the phones, but then I also need to be out there doing lead generation. Again, I want to spend some time in front of my members what meetings do I have this week? What events are coming up around us? Maybe chamber events. Are there outings that I can be coming to? The more that you have a bigger plan about how you're actually going to attack your sales goals, I think is very important at a club. And so my point here is, is just don't come to the club and see what happens day to day. Sort of plan it out a little bit more. And I think if you do that, you're going to see that uh, the leads and everything are just going to grow and multiply more than if you just sort of take a crapshoot effect to each day. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you got to have a yeah. plan. I, re- I devoted a whole chapter of my book to that because I, I see that as one of the major, major concerns I've, I've seen yep. throughout the industry is people don't, they're not tracking anything. They're not tracking their, any metrics, um, the, the ROI and even just the basic ones. And they're not they're not setting goals for themselves as much as they should. And I think you've got to have something to shoot for, or else you're just gonna it's just gonna be another yeah. horrible horrible day getting a um, bunch of no's <laughs> if you're not if yeah. you don't have you know a bigger picture plan. Yeah, I just think a lot of these tips are gonna get down into really specific areas and and even specific off of this actual topic. But this is again just a global high-end area that if you just put some effort into just strategizing, again, for your day, your week, your month, and even your, your year, you are going to find yourself better prepared for, for different things that are going to happen day to day. Yep. I love them. I love them. All right. Let's go to the next tip, which is be the expert. Rick, what do you yeah. mean by that? Yeah, this one, this one is very important to me. And I just did another post over the weekend really about this. Um, but I, I want everybody to be the best expert about your club and as far as what a prospect would want to know what what a prospect really wants is when they come to that club they want to know that they're talking to somebody who if they have a question they know they're not going to have to wait a couple days for that the membership sales director to come back and give them an answer even if it's not about your club i mean if somebody even asks about competition well how does your club compare to that club down the road I would love to have those membership directors just be able to say, well, here's, here's a little bit of the differences. The initiation fee might be this compared to us. The dues are like this. The clubhouse is a little bit smaller over there. It's more of an older demographic compared to our younger demographic. That's where the prospects are going to get very confident when they know that who they're talking to really is the expert on everything that has to, to do with the club. 
And that's going to really cut down on the, the sales process. It can become very lengthy if, if every time a prospect asks you something, you're like, well, I can't answer that today, but I'll call you back in a couple of days. <laughs> right. if, you're an ex- if you're an expert about the club, maybe you answer that key question that they have there, and maybe that's the final step. And, and again, uh, I think one of my next posts coming up in the next 17, 18 days is going to talk uh, a little bit about this. Somebody can tell if you don't know an answer. Your face sort of gets red. You, you, you look a little clammy when, when you don't know an answer. And I just want everybody to, you know, especially about their own club, be able just to rattle off all the information very cleanly, be confident about it, and that's going to transfer right over that prospect. And uh, I think once you know everything, you're going to see that your sales process shortens up and the closes go up as well. Yeah, I think it definitely instills confidence in the prospective uh, member when somebody knows what they're talking about and knows every little sure. aspect and can answer those questions. Because we're in this really on-demand world. People don't want to wait for the answer either. They want they want immediate gratification. Um, you mind if we give people a bonus here? Uh, can we do a one sure. six Which one tip? you going to pick? All right, let's let's do the next one on your list, which is okay. you're helping make a decision. Because I really love that. Susan Green talked about that when she was on Private Club Radio which is a great episode people should go back and listen to. Um, but mm-hmm. why don't you, what, what are your insights into that, Rick? Again, this is, this is a macro view one, almost like don't take it personally. What I'm trying to do through some of these tips is, is just try to make people, salespeople, feel more confident about what they're, they're doing at the club. Uh, you know, a lot of us, maybe I, I wouldn't even like to go sell insurance or vacuum parts or Tupperware. I mean, just because I wouldn't really be bought into that that kind of thing, just because I'm, I'm not into those things. But what you have to realize in the industry that we're in, you're at a private club, which is very desirable for most everybody who's coming out there. Our clubs are some of the most beautiful landscaped areas ever with great experiences that most people can't get anywhere. And so what I'm trying to say is, don't feel like when you're at work at these clubs that people aren't going to be interested and that you're almost burdening burdening them by talking to them about it. We're at something that's very desirable and really just comes down to, is it a good fit for the the family and do they have enough money to, to join the club? And that's typically what it comes down to. And so if you have that mindset of the person is probably interested and if I can help them find out that our club is the best fit for them, that's more of a helping proposition than, than the burden of telling somebody, well, you should do this uh, when they really don't want to. Again, it's all about the mental makeup of how you come into your day. And when you realize that most everybody that you're going to talk to is going to want to join a club, uh, that makes it a little bit easier on yourself. And it sort of makes you almost like a caregiver of of being their steward to help them figure out which club they should join. I think it just helps your mental makeup when you think like that. I a hundred percent agree with that. But what do you say to the folks out there who are, you know, they have deadlines and goals and sometimes unattainable goals at the board setting for them and they need to have sales. They need to bring in a certain membership number. What's, you know, how does that, well, that counterbalance? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, that comes back to the plan though. I mean, unfortunately, if you get into a situation where, it runs into that on a, on a monthly quota. Um, I think you, you've sort of probably missed the boat. When you're talking with your membership committee, if you're the expert of the club and you have a plan of action for the year, I mean, you're never going to get in that situation. And, and again, it would trickle down from this aspect. Uh, again, if your club has the amount, 
out there in the marketplace that you're really hard selling people and that can come off as very desperate, you know, and, and so used again, car I want, salesman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, again, that's, that's something that's, that's a view that would be caused by a lot of these tips I'm talking about from a higher level, not being in place. And so I'm hoping that some of these, you know, some of these are very specific for the seasoned salesperson and they might go, wow, that, you know, that could take me to the next level. But a lot of these are written for the, the newer salesperson in the industry to help them basically build the foundation so that you're not going to run into that situation where the committee is really putting the high pressure on you. Um, because I think if you do a lot of these tips we're talking about, you're going to be in a position where that committee is going to understand you are the right person for the job and they're not going to get in that scenario of telling you about deadlines and everything. They're going to feel that you're on the right process. All right. Absolutely. Well, I love that answer. Uh, I love the tips that you're continuing to put out there and I recommend folks check Rick out on LinkedIn so you can actually follow all the tips that are coming down. Uh, LinkedIn.com forward slash in forward slash Rick coffee. It's C O F F E Y. His name's also obviously the title of this episode. So check Rick out on LinkedIn, give him a follow because the information that he provides there is really, really, really valuable to folks in this industry who are looking to build membership, become better salespeople. If folks want to find out more about one club net and Mobicom, how do they do that? Rick? Yeah, it's pretty simple. It is oneclubnet.com. Go there and there's a nice YouTube video that's just about 90 seconds long that takes you through uh, a little bit of what we want to do for clubs, especially with bringing the brands and the the, uh, brands to your your member events at the club. So, and then that'll give you information to reach out to me. Uh, My my email address is rick at mobicom.com, which is M-O-B-I-C-O-M.com. Uh, and this, you know, through LinkedIn, I think LinkedIn, we've talked about a lot on here. That's where the 30 for 30, uh, tip list is just to connect with me, uh, send me a message through there. That's always probably the easiest way I do so much of my day on, on LinkedIn. And I just think the more people just listen and, and figure out what one club net is bringing to the table, uh, it's, it's pretty impressive. So yeah, oneclubnet.com or through LinkedIn. Awesome, Rick. Thanks so much for joining me on Private Club Radio. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And the advice you gave was just awesome today, man. Thank you, Gabe. All the best to you, my friend. That Rick Coffee, he never fails to disappoint. Hope you enjoyed it like I did. I'm taking some of those tips right into my own business, in fact. So I hope you do the same at your club. I'll catch you back here next week. Until then, here's to your membership success. Private Club Radio is brought to you by Concert Golf Partners helping to preserve and enhance private golf and country clubs. Concert Golf has the capital, expertise and private club hospitality experience to help upscale private clubs achieving long-term success and membership growth. For 25 years, Concert Golf has allowed private club members to focus on simply enjoying their club. Visit ConcertGolfPartners.com to learn more about the recapitalization process.